Chapter 2 So I lived all alone, without anyone I could really talk to, until I had to make a crash landing in the Sahara Desert six years ago. Something in my plane's engine had broken, and since I had neither a mechanic nor passengers in the plane with me, I was preparing to undertake the difficult repair job by myself. For me it was a matter of life or death. I had only enough drinking water for eight days. The first night then I went to sleep on the sand a thousand miles from any inhabited country. I was more isolated than a man shipwrecked on a raft in the middle of the ocean, so you can imagine my surprise when I was, when I was awakened at daybreak by a funny little voice saying, Please, draw me a sheep. What? Draw me a sheep. I leapt up as if I had been struck by lightning. I rubbed my eyes hard. I stared, and I saw an extraordinary little fellow staring back at me very seriously. Here is the best portrait I managed to make of him later on. But of course my drawing, drawing is much less attractive than my model. That is not my fault. My career as a painter was discouraged at the age of six by the grown-ups, and I had never learned to draw anything, anything except boa constrictors outside and inside. So I stared wide-eyed wide -eyed at this apparition. Don't forget that I was a thousand miles from any inhabited territory. Yet this little fellow seemed to be neither lost nor dying of exhaustion, hunger or thirst, nor did he seem scared to death. There was nothing in his appearance that suggested a child lost in the middle of the desert a thousand miles from any inhabited territory. When I finally managed to speak, I asked him, But what are you doing here? And then he repeated, very slowly and very seriously, Please, draw me a sheep. In the face of an overpowering mystery, you don't dare disobey. As, abs as a absurd as it seemed, a thousand miles from all the inhabited regions and in danger of death, I took a scrap of paper and pen out of my pocket. But then I remembered that I had mostly studied geography, history, arithmetic and grammar, and I told the little fellow, rather crossly, that I didn't know how to draw. He replied, that doesn't matter, draw me a sheep. Since I had never drawn a sheep, I made him one of the only two drawings I knew how to make, the one of the boa constrictor from outside. And I was astounded to hear the little fellow answer, no, no. I don't want an elephant inside a boa constrictor. A boa constrictor is very dangerous and an elephant would get in the way. Where I live, everything is very small. I need, I need a sheep, draw me a sheep. So then I made a drawing. He looked at it carefully and then said, no, this one is already quite sick, make another. I made another drawing. My friend gave me a kind, indulgent smile. You can see for yourself, that's not a sheep, it's a ram, it has horns. So I made my third drawing, but it was rejected like the others. This one's too old. I want a sheep that will live a long time. So then, impatiently, since I was in a hurry to start work on my engine, I scribbled this drawing and added, This is just the crate. The sheep you want is inside. But I was amazed to see my young critic's face light up. That's just the kind I wanted. Do you think the sheep will need a lot of grass? Why? Because where I live, everything is very small. There's sure to be enough. I've given you a very small sheep. He bent over the drawing. Not so small as all that. Look, he's gone to sleep. And that's how I made the acquaintance of the little prince.